there is a reason that fear is being sent your way because there is something that God desperately wants you to do. And you know what? Somebody's life may be even on the line for it. And so this is time to rise up, to be the courageous, bold person that God had created you to be, to pick and rewire your brain, to choose courage every single day, even if it's just in a second, to do it breath by breath, moment by moment. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Questions with Caden. I'm your host, Caden Fabrizio, and I'm so excited to be back with another episode. This is episode two of our relaunch here in 2022, and I'm just really excited for today's episode. Today's episode is the first episode where we will be having a guest. Today's guest is one of my closest friends on the earth, someone so wise, someone that I honor so much in my life. Um, But before we jump into the conversation, I do just want to say, hey, thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time um, jumping into questions with Caden, this is a podcast where we take one question a week, we dive in deeply to it, and we hope that we give breakthrough and opportunity for you to go deeper and intimate, more intimate with Jesus through the answering of this question. Be sure, if you like it, to subscribe, share, like, do all the things. Um, but I'm really excited for today's conversation. Today, we have my good friend Riley Sewell joining us today on the podcast. Riley is an influencer. She is a speaker, a writer, um, a fighter, a hype person, someone who has encouraged me so much in my life. Riley carries this anointing of courage um, and sharing the gospel that is really incredible and is someone I believe is going to encourage you so much today. Um, she's currently writing a book all about courage um, that will be hopefully coming out um, for us to get soon here in 2022. But before we jump into the conversation, be sure to follow her on all her social medias, all her her pages, everything below will be linked so that you can get to know Riley further. She's someone that you really need to look up to, really need to get information from, and someone that is going to encourage you so much in your walk with Jesus. She makes me better. She makes me want to be more like him, and I'm so, so honored to have her on the podcast today. Riley, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. How are you? Oh, I'm going so good. We've been up since 5 a.m. Let's go. We were talking before the podcast, uh, before we started filming. Riley's like, I felt like an adult today. I got up. I ran, spent time with the Lord. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm really excited for our conversation today. Um, I didn't tell the podcast listeners what the question is yet. Do you, but they read the title, so they kind of know what it is. But do you want to ask the question of the day? Oh, yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the question of the day is, can I overcome fear? Let's go. And I think this question is so powerful. It's so important um, because I think our generation and so many growing up in this time are kind of encapsulated by this idea of fear. There's so much to be afraid of. Mm. There's so much to be controlled by. And when I really felt like the Holy Spirit put this question on my heart, the first person that came to my mind was Riley for this. Because I don't know if you guys know, but her Instagram handle is Riley with Courage. But it's not just a handle. It's not just something she says, but she walks in it every single day. She's so confident. She's so confident in the Lord. And she has so many tools and practical insight on how to overcome fear, how to walk intimately with the Lord so that you aren't afraid and uh, I'm just excited for you guys, you listeners, to get the wisdom that Riley's poured into me over our friendship. And so 
can we read some foundational scriptures that are going to um, kind of set the tone for today's conversation? As you guys know in this podcast, we uh, we want to answer these questions as deeply as we can, as um, honest as we can, but we want to answer them as biblically as we can because there's really so good. me and Riley could go on here and just just shoot the crap. <laughs> You know, all day long and like... We could talk about anything. Anything. And it could just be like, wow, that sounded great, but it was completely empty because it was void of scripture. Like, it was void of the word of God. So today we're going to read two scriptures. Whoa, this podcast is getting crazy. We're going to read two scriptures to kind of set the tone for today's um, podcast and to answer this question. I'm sipping on tea this entire podcast, so there will be tea sipping breaks by Caden. And I got a whole chug of water. Come on, drink your water, kids. We trying to stay hydrated, okay? We're not only going to get hydrated in our bodies, we're about to get hydrated in our spirit with these words. Come on, somebody. Can I just say, some of y'all just need to drink more water. You're not anxious. <laughs> it's true. You just don't it's drink really enough water. It's really good for you. It's so good for you. <laughs> okay, how about this? How about I read the first scripture, and then you want to read the second, Riley? Gladly. Okay. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. I just want to read it one more time because I think it just needs to be soaked into your spirit before we start Mm -hmm. today. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So good. And Deuteronomy 31, 6, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you and he will neither fail you nor abandon you. Let's go. Riley, do you want to pray for our podcast before we jump in? Yes. Let's do it. Jesus, we thank you that you did not give us a spirit of fear. And so, Jesus, we just pray that you would use these words that we both share to shift our perspective from fear to courage, God. So, Lord, I pray for the listeners right now. Would you prepare their hearts? And, Lord, I pray that these words would be holy. It would not be about us. It would be about the presence of you through them. And so I pray every person that listens would feel your presence in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And amen. If you're in your car, it's like say amen in the chat. Like there's no chat. <laughs> there's no chat. It's a pot. Say just, amen out loud as you're yeah, driving down you, the motorway. Yeah. Come on, shout us down in this podcast today. We need some <laughs> help. It is 8.56 a.m. When I asked Riley to come on the podcast, she's like, yeah, how's 6 a.m. sound? I was like, I don't know. I don't know why you're awake at that time in the morning. I don't know. I don't think God's I'm awake. I'm slightly competitive with the sun. The sun yeah. and I are like, I'm going to beat you, okay? I'm going to get up before you. <laughs> Me and the sun are in sync. I'm like, when you get up, I'll get up. You know? Yeah. When you're up, I'm mm-hmm. up. But like before that, you. I'm not up. I'm not. So we, uh, we're asking a big question today. Can I overcome fear? And with anything, with any question, there's always going to be, with a deep question especially, there's always going to be mm. other questions that arise before we can kind of get to the end point of the answer of this question. So I, I truly believe before we can answer, can I overcome fear? Which the short answer is yes, in the name of Jesus. I believe in this podcast mm-hmm. right now you're going to overcome fear. But we're going to unpack how to overcome fear, what that looks like, what fear is. And I think there's two questions that we really need to be asking ourselves um, and kind of understanding before we jump in. Mm-hmm. We need to understand what is fear. Yeah, Where does it come, one, come from? And then we need to understand um, how to identify it and how to fill the void, how to get free of fear, and how mm-hmm. to um, kind of move forward in our lives away from the spirit of fear, away from mm-hmm. this um, maybe this mental, this mindset of fear. And because I think it's like, like I said, it's everywhere right now. Mm-hmm. So, Riley, I know 
Um, you currently are writing a book about courage, which yep. is so exciting. I honestly believe, guys, if you're the listeners, this book that is going to come out, it's going to come out this year, I'm sure, at some point, mm-hmm. uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, it's going to be so powerful. You're going to need, need to get your hands on it. Also, before we go into this conversation, if you're not following Riley on every social media platform, I don't know why. Because you need to. You will just be so encouraged. You will be so inspired by every post. You'll want to be more like Jesus. So go follow mm-hmm. Riley. Um, all her socials will be in the the descriptions and everything like that. But Riley, what do you think causes fear in people's lives? Slash, what is fear? That's so good. Well, first of all, let me put a disclaimer out. Is that there's two types of fear that we're not talking about. The first is the fear of the Lord, and the second is the protective mechanism fear. It's those gut instincts, like you're walking down a dark alleyway and you're like, I shouldn't be here. That's not the fear we're talking about. Or you are worshiping Jesus and you just feel his greatness. That is also not what we're talking about. But what we are talking about is fear, F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. Oh! Fear is an idea crippling experiencing crushing, success stalling inhibitor inflicted by only yourself. But what causes it is, first of all, it's understand, it's, it's so important to understand that, yes, fear, the, the, the type we're talking about is ultimately not good, but why we experience fear is understandable. See, fear might come, have come from bad experiences, trauma, not wanting to fail, wanting to fit in, a negative impact from maybe your parents, something about your childhood, generational family dysfunction, self-doubt, negative messages that we get from society. Those are some of the causes of fear. But, w- but why we were first fearful is often very understandable, and God has such sympathy to it. Yeah. Like He is such a God that grieves, and, and He is the most empathetic person I know. So the reason why you're fearful is God is so empathetic about it, but He also loves you eno- enough to not leave you in that place of fear. And so we know that fear is not from God. I mean, it says, do not be afraid 365 days in the Bible. I'm like, that's one for every day. You can wake up every day and have a scripture of do not fear. But instead, like we've heard from that scripture before, is that God gives us a spirit of power, love, and self-control. But the thing about fear is why it's so important to address is because, like I said, it's experiencing crushing. It essentially is stopping you from getting to your promised land. In other words, it's stopping you from getting to your purpose. Yeah. It's I, I believe it is one of the greatest, if not the greatest tool of the enemy, is he loves when we are wrapped in fear because he loves that we are not living our dreams, but we are living in fear. And the last thing I want to say to you is that inside your fear is a gift. Mm. So, okay, think about, like, growing up, I'm, I'm from New Zealand, and so I, I went to Hobbiton, and I was thinking about the movie, like, Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, all that, and every time there was a dragon, you knew that there was gold nearby, but the same goes with our fear. Every time there's the fear, the dragon fear, there's always gold nearby. Every time you experience the dragon of social anxiety, it's because there's friends nearby. Every time you experience depression, it's because there's joy nearby. Every time you have nerve-wracking public speaking moments, it's because you have something important to say. And so when we conquer the dragons of our life, when we conquer the fears of our life, because you were made to be a slayer of fear, we will find the long-awaited treasure that that dragon was trying to protect, that the enemy really does not want you to get to. Come on, somebody. That is so 
insanely good. Like you saying that that idea of the dragon being close means there's gold nearby. Yeah. I think that could we could end the podcast right now, and that could think that could encourage somebody to know. Listen, whatever you're walking through, there's something better around the corner, and we're believing that when you overcome, when you allow the Holy Spirit to be your helper to get Amen. through. There's something that God has for you, absolutely. Like I, when Riley was talking, I was thinking about the story of the Israelites as they leave Egypt. They walk into the desert, and they tell Moses, you know what? Like, I would rather go back. Mm. Like, can we go back? Because what they were experiencing was fear. They were experiencing the unknown, the unsure. Mm. But what they wanted to go back to was what they were used to, which was oppression and fear. And I just think that and there's slavery. somebody in this in slavery, and I think there's someone in this podcast that needs to know, like it's never the answer is never to go backwards. Like when you step out, when you mm. step out and you say like, okay, I'm going to do something, I'm going to do what God's calling me to do, and you're overcome with fear. I'm going to tell this person Jesus loves them. I'm going to I have a word of knowledge that this person yeah. needs to get prayed over, but and you do that and you're afraid. The answer is never to go backwards. The answer is always to go forward, to believe, like, I'm going to push through. Because what the Israelites needed to see is when they walked through the desert, they reached the promised land. Like, there was no skipping the desert. There was no skipping the void. They had to walk through it because they had to learn how to get through it. Um, mm-hmm. Because they were going to experience it again once they were in the promised land. So I love— And I, what I love about it is when we leave slavery, when we leave the slavery of fear— we enter into the in-between, between fear and the place of purpose, the place of courage, is God will give you enough to sustain you. Yeah. Like, it might be hard, but he will still give you the manna that you need. Come on. And I love what you were saying before, because um, when I was doing research on fear, I found this guy, he's like Navy SEAL Jacko Wilkin. Like, what a name. Jacko Wilkin. So good. He said, to get over fear, you go. Wow. Wow. And I would argue, how you go is by allowing Holy Spirit, like it says in Second Timothy, to yep. give you that power, that love, and that self-control. And I think for a lot of people, they go, so where does uh, love and self-control fall into um, having courage or overcoming fear? That doesn't make any sense to me. But I would just just challenge your perspective this way. Like, obviously, Holy Spirit gives you power, which power can give you that courage, that feeling of confidence mm-hmm. to overcome, right? But mm-hmm. how much more comfortable were you as a kid walking with your dad somewhere than you were walking alone? Well, that's so good. And that's, that's love. And so when you walk in the love of mm-hmm. Jesus, you walk hand in hand with him, experiencing that love, aware of his love for you. You know that you're mm-hmm. wrapped up. You're safe. No matter where you go, what you do, what he's calling you to, you say, okay, I'm mm-hmm. going to channel also this love. And then you get to self-control. And I think self-control is one of the biggest ones. Because you, at the end of the day, you can decide once you reach fear, you reach that point in your life where you're where you are afraid, when you feel like you can't overcome, when you just are when you're crippled, and you can come to that point in your mind through self control. Am I going to allow Holy Spirit to renew my mind? Am I going to push through this? Am I going to say, okay, no, this is not going to stop me? I'm, am I going to run to the feet of Jesus, or am I going to say? I'll just go back to I'll just go back to Pharaoh. You know, I'll just go go back to where I'm from. Because it's it's easier. It really is. And Riley, mm-hmm. you talk so much about about courage and you talk so much about courage even in our friend group and even in the way you live and you write about courage every day. Um but the question that I have always wondered that I think would be great for people to know is have you experienced fear in your life? Like do you or have you gone through seasons where you just 
feel fearful, where you feel afraid, where you feel um, unsure, or nervous, or or whatever that may be. Mm. Oh, 100%. I mean, I think uh, courage is not the absence of fear. It's the assessment that something is greater. It's so I, I have lived a life where fear is probably a part of my day every single day. But the oh. moment that I was... The hardest moment of fear in my life was after we survived a tsunami. So my family and I were on an island off the coast of Thailand, and we had to run for our lives. I witnessed thousands of people die. It's an, it's an insane story. Um, if you've seen the movie The Impossible, then our story is very similar to that. And I, I was 10 years old, and I witnessed something that was so traumatic, horrible, that nobody should ever go through. And 230,000 people died that day. And I got back after, and then we're stuck on the island for limited, with limited food and water. I finally get back. We're on this tiny little island off the coast of Thailand. We finally get rescued and sent back to New Zealand, which was my home at the time. And I was terrified of the ocean. Like, I had just seen the ocean kill people, like, to more people than I can count. Like, and, and like rip their bodies apart. And so I came back and I was like, I don't get me near the ocean. And my parents, in all the wisdom that they had, enrolled me in beach lifeguarding months later. And I was, remember the first day, I was so mad at my mom and dad. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the exact opposite of what I want to do. But that's what I, like, tr- fear is true north. Like, when we do the opposite of what fear asks us to do. That is exactly what we were meant to do. And so here I am sitting here, terrified of the ocean. I remember the first day of training. I'm shaking. I'm so scared. Like, I hadn't eaten anything that morning. I was terrified. My heart was pounding. And, I, and I'm sitting there, and I could see the ocean. And my dad takes me aside, and he puts both hands on my shoulders. He says, Riley, you have to choose every day between courage and fear. And all you need is a little more courage for courage to win. Like, all you need is just a tiny bit more courage than fear, and you're going to win today. And so my parents use what I call in my book the reverse tool, which is you do the opposite of what fear asks you to do. And so I went, and there were days when I was terrified. There were days when I didn't go to lifeguard training. There were days when I, like, went to the bathroom and, like, threw up. Like, I'm terrified, but eventually there became more days where courage won. Wow. And when you choose it and you choose it and you choose it, eventually courage becomes a habit. And I mean, I think fear has two meaning, which two meanings, which is forget everything and run or face everything and rise. Wow. And so we have the opportunity to face it, to face your fears. And like the more you face your fears, the more power you're going to have over your fears. And so that that's I mean, that is certainly an example of when fear was so strong in my life. But thanks to the wisdom of my parents and the strength of Holy Spirit, I lifeguarded for two decades and ended up like rescuing multiple people from the ocean. The place that once was this place that was death and destruction in my mind became a place of redemption and victory. Come on, somebody. Hey, won't he do? Won't he genuinely do that? Like the place in your life that feels like death and destruction, there's always mm-hmm. redemption. And I think uh, what's that old saying that preachers love to say? Like God's going to use your mess and turn it to a message. Mm-hmm. And it's a good sticky statement. Dylan would love it. But, like, it, um, it's true. 
Like, I really think that God graces you to walk through and teach through the things that you are afraid of and the things that you had to walk through. Because like Riley said, I'm a big believer that, like, fear is not so much the presence of fear, but it's the absence of courage. Like, because it's just like doubt. Like, you can have faith and doubt. Like, faith is not the Mm. absence of doubt. You know, faith is Mm. the the abundance. It's having more than doubt. And it's the same with fear. Like, I really believe... You there? I, there's been times in my life where I I go stand on a stage or I, or I'm somewhere and I I feel a little bit afraid, but like it's not about not having fear. It's about understanding how much more powerful courage is. Like how much more how much more love and power and self control you have over the fear. Like the days you were running into the ocean, like lifeguard training, you had fear, but you as you move forward. Like you said, it's just overcoming fear is just going. As you were moving forward, you were choosing to say, yes, there's fear, but there's also an abundance of courage. Like there's more. Yeah. And I think it's so powerful. I think somebody needs to know like it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to have to like have the emotion or the feeling of fear in something or be afraid of where God's taking you or what he's asking you to do. But it's not okay to let fear paralyze you. It's not okay to let fear stop you because that's what the enemy would love for it to do. Is for it just to be that thing that stops you? Like, I'm afraid. Boop. Because the reality is, is I would say most of the people that do the most incredible things for the kingdom of God were probably afraid while they did it. But they just had oh, yeah. they just had more courage. Like, they just had, they said, no, I'm going to rely on Holy Spirit. I'm going to get sourced by him. And I'm going to say, okay, give me courage today so that I can overcome way more than I thought that I could. Mm-hmm. I loved how you said, too, what was it? Fear is face everything and rise. Uh, yeah, it's either forget everything and run or face everything and rise. That's literally the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, if write that down if you're listening. Like, fear. Buy is, my book. Buy her <laughs> book. Come on, somebody. That's only one sentence in that my is book. Crazy good. I think I helped write one sentence in your book, but I'll get. Oh, 100 yeah. percent, you did, and yeah. it's it's yeah. It's fire. This is my book proposal. Let's go. It's, it made the mm-hmm. book proposal. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about this later. We're getting sidetracked. Um, <laughs> so I think. As we talk about this fear and this, that we're coming to this conclusion that what fear is, is it's really your choice to face everything and rise. Um, how do you think, Riley, one takes Second Timothy, takes Deuteronomy thirty-one six, and begins to walk in courage? Like, actually takes this yeah. thing from paper to purpose. Like, how do you actually take this thing and walk in it and run in it and rise in it? Yeah. Well, when I was reading through 2 Timothy this morning, I was I was like curious because I had to open my word, like open the Bible and and read what was the scripture before and what was yeah, the scripture after. And it was really interesting because the scripture before says, for this is the reason I remind you to fan into the flame the gift of God, which is through the laying of my hands. And I kept thinking about that word gift because the enemy wherever he sends fear the most is often attached to your gifting because he would love for you. Like I said earlier, to not live in your dreams, to not reach your promised land, to not fulfill your purpose. And so if you're sitting here thinking, I don't even know what I want to be courageous for, be courageous for the think about this may not work all the time, but it has worked for me in the past. Where's the area that the enemy attacks me the most? Because that's often the area that I'm called to the most. Yeah. And then the word um, for stir up means to keep in full flame. And so when you know you're living in your purpose, I feel like God puts that 
he engages in us to like light our soul on fire. Like when you feel like you're on fire, it means you're in the, the center of your purpose. Yeah. Um, and I was also, when I first moved from America, from New Zealand to America, I moved to this country. I don't know anyone. Don't know how to drive on the other side of the road. Don't <laughs> even know my social security number. I'm like, wait, I have to pay when I go to the doctors. And then it was just like a whole <laughs> cultural experience. And, uh, I remember just feeling so lonely, so scared of what other people thought of me. And I love that last part of the scripture, verse 6. It says, through the laying of my hands. It's such a good practical advice. And what I mean by that is I think the best type of courage is one that lives for other people. And so if you're sitting here and you're feeling a lot of fear, there's nothing better than you to go out and love somebody well. To go into a coffee shop and ask God, who should I pray for? Like, it's just, we, fear just becomes so less when our motive becomes for somebody else. Come on. Because it just gets our eyes off ourselves and it yeah. fixes our eyes on somebody else. And so when I was sitting there lonely, just moved to America... I was like, I'm going to find the one every day. And what I mean by that is I would find one person every single day who I could change. And slowly but surely, the voice of fear just decreased and decreased and decreased. Um, and so how do we walk in, in courage? That's the question. Yeah. First of all, I was thinking this morning about goldfish. So you may not know this. You may think of a goldfish. You think of those tiny little cute little, you know, they're one to two inches. They're in the little goldfish pond or whatever you call them. But I learned this morning that goldfish in the wild are 12 to 14 inches. Yeah. And I was like, what? And what I, why I'm sharing this with you is because for you to live in courage, you need an environment that evokes courage. You need to be surrounded by people who evoke courage because you are only going to grow just as a goldfish only grows to the environment in which yeah, it's in. Let's go. So if you're sitting here and you're like, I'm feeling a lot of fear, then change your community, change your environment. Yeah. Second thing is, is one of my mottos in life is every day have three seconds of courage. See, mm. it only takes three seconds of courage for you to ask your mom for forgiveness, for the guy to tell the girl that he likes her, for you to walk up to somebody and say hi. If we activate three seconds of courage over a continuous period of time, it's going to become a habit of courage. Yeah. The third thing is, is be vulnerable. I love Brene Brown, and she says vulnerability is not our weakness. It's our greatest measure of courage. And I remember when I had just moved to America, I went to this party, and this guy came up to me, and I don't know, any, anyway, ended up thinking he thought that I went to Harvard, which I didn't. And I didn't say anything because I really wanted him to like me. So I was like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. But anyway, this tiny little moment where I didn't say anything because I was so like under the fear of somebody else's opinion and getting them to like me ended up becoming a lie. And mm. why I share this with you is because it flash forward two years later, I had never told him the truth. And it just, I just was like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. And it ate me away because when we live in fear, there's such guilt and shame. And so I had to be vulnerable to this man. And I like send this, this guy a voice message and I'm like, hey, I lied to you. But let me just say, like when we have those vulnerable moments, our reward is peace. Yeah. Like the peace that hit me on that other side of that moment. And it was so like it was three seconds of courage. It was just a single voice message. 
But I found so much freedom and so much peace when I was vulnerable. And then my last thing is, is do it for others, like I said before, and do it for the one. Wake up every day and like your heaven's measurement of success has always been the one. It's not the 99, it's the one. Like when you change one person's life, that is heaven's success. Like angels are up in heaven right now cheering you on. And I love my mom growing up would always say like, be a secret ninja. Because I also would encourage you to live in courage, but be sure you do things courageously where nobody knows about. Yeah. Because so often we live in the social media world where we want to post about it, comment about it, like share it. And it's kind of addictive, the response that we get. Mm -hmm. But courage, I mean, yes, we read some stories about Jesus, but it says there's way more miracles that we did not read. Live that kind of life where there's way more miracles that the only audience is heaven. That is so good. I think you just gave literally so many practical, amazing tips for walking in courage and what it looks like um, because I think it's easy for people to say, no, don't be afraid, just walk in courage. And people are like, (laughs) what does that freaking look like? Like I am crippled in fear and anxiety my whole life. Like what does that look like? And I just loved every single thing that you said. It's funny you said goldfish. I just had a whole chapter in my book, surprise listeners, I'm writing a book, that um, is about the goldfish, which is hilarious. I love that you mentioned that. And I think it's so powerful wow. because the goldfish only grow to their environment. The size of their tank is how big they mm. get. And I just want to ask you today, what is your tank? You know, what are you building so around good. yourself? Have you built a tank of fear in your life? Have you built a three by three tank of fear that's only going to allow you to get so big that the enemy keeps reinforcing every morning and he keeps saying, okay, we're actually going to shrink it in. We're going to make it smaller because you're not big. You're not called to anything. You're not good enough. You're in fear. And like Riley said, it only takes three seconds of courage to battle the habits of fear that we've built in our lives from the moment that we were born. Maybe you were born into a family that's afraid. Maybe you were born into um, watching and consuming media that, that perpetuates fear. Maybe you're just you have um, you struggle with anxiety and stuff like that, and fear is one of the biggest things because of the way you talk to yourself, the way that you you view things. And I'm just believing, like Riley said, three seconds of fear a day can not only begin to build better habits, but can start to destroy the ones that you were never meant to build in the first place. This this weekend, Riley and I we uh, we ended up going to a church. It's the church I go to, but she she came up this weekend because Lisa Bavir was speaking. One of the things Lisa said as she's starting her message, it was almost like she said it like a joke, but it hit me and sh- and struck me to my core. She said, um, "Am I the only one that gets um, inspired when I'm being attacked?" And I and then she followed it up by saying, "You only get attacked because you're a threat." And I just feel like encouraging someone today that maybe you leave this podcast with a little bit of understanding of actually who you are, who God made you to be, and why you struggle with fear in so many instances, why the enemy attacks you in this way, why you walk in this is because you're a threat, because there's a call in your life, because you, because the enemy doesn't want you to step out and have three seconds of fear like Riley, three seconds of courage like Riley said. The enemy doesn't want you to go pray for that person. The enemy doesn't want you to say hi to somebody. The enemy doesn't want you to smile, to show love, to be vulnerable. None of those things are what the kingdom of darkness wants because they're everything that the kingdom of heaven is built on. And so I just want to encourage you to um, walk in these things that Riley said, to be courageous, to be believing that you're called to so much more than the little box that you that you you um, you're grown in. I had goldfish growing up. And every three months, we'd flush them down the toilet because they would die in their little two-by-two cage, and they'd be, they'd be an inch and a half long. 
because if you, if you throw these things into the lake, into the ocean, the biggest recorded goldfish, I think, was like 14.8 pounds. Like, that's massive. It's huge. Chunky. She it's, be it, thick. She a, she a thick girl. Yeah. <laughs> she three C's thick. And I just say, like, starts preaching. And you're also three C's thick. Like, no, Be Kaden, thick. Don't thick say that. Thick with courage. Yeah, you're thick with cur- three C's. Courage. courage. Courageous. <laughs> and not cowardly. That's your three C's of the day. Write them down. Hey, Riley, um, we're coming to the end of our time. And honestly, you're such a blessing in my life personally. And I think so many people are going to be blessed by this podcast. Just real quick, last thing to help us answer this question, to give tips on how to overcome fear. Mm-hmm. Um, what is one thing practically and one thing spiritually? And and I, you gave a bunch of practical tips. So maybe let's just focus on spiritual tips. What is one thing spiritually mm-hmm. that someone can do every single day to um, experience courage in their life and overcome fear? Yeah. I would say find your scripture, pick a scripture, and repeat it over yourself in those moments that you are feeling fear. You know, neuroplasticity, it's, it's the word that explains how our brains are constantly changing. And our brains are like highways or motorways if you're from New Zealand. And they like, your thoughts love running down the same motorway over and over and over again. And so if you have fear as your motorway, it wants to run down that motorway over and over again. And so for us to change our motorways, we need to pick one scripture and repeat it over and over and over ourselves. And so in those moments, like my mom, she had a really hard childhood and she had a lot of reasons that she could have felt fear and she did. But she would repeat the peace of God that transcends all understanding, guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. She was, she said when she first started, like hundreds of times, every yeah. single day. But we just need to pick one scripture and repeat it over ourselves. And as I was praying for this podcast this morning, I was just reminded of this story when I was, uh, and it's like a full circle story. So when I was 19, I was at my beach house where I used to lifeguard. And it was a rainy, stormy day. I go out. I'm on my own. It's Valentine's Day. I go out into the ocean. I'm swimming around, and I realize how, like, horrible the rips are, the rip tides, the massive oceans. It's like storm, lightning. I come back into the shore. I'm sitting there, and I all of a sudden hear Holy Spirit say, wait. And I'm like, it's pouring down rain. Why am I waiting? I'm, like, drenched. <laughs> What's going on? Sitting on the sand with, like, a little towel over my head. Then all of a sudden, I hear somebody go, help, help, help. And I look out into the ocean and there's a man running in and he points out to somebody further out in the ocean. Somebody's drowning, going a riptide out in the back behind these massive waves. So I start running towards this guy. And why I share this story with you is because I felt insane amount of fear because I had just been in the ocean and I left. I didn't even go past my waist because I knew if I did, I could potentially die. And so here I am on this moment where I'm like, am I going to risk my life for the life of somebody else? And I do not share the story to, to, to be like, oh, look at Riley. I share the story because I made it one wave at a time one stroke at a time, Mm. one breath at a time. See, you will make it to the place that God has called you to one breath at a time, one scripture at a time, one day at a time, one phone call when you're feeling fear and you don't know what to do and you're sitting in isolation and you say, enough is enough. The devil will not win today. I'm going to pick up the phone and call that person that I need to. See, I swam to that man. He had drowned. I performed CPR in the middle of the ocean. The man came back to life. I brought him back to the ocean 
and that man is still living today. See, there, the reason I share this with you is because there is a reason that fear is being sent your way because there is something that God desperately wants you to do. And you know what? Somebody's life may be even on the line for it. And so this is time to rise up, to be the courageous, bold person that God had created you to be, to pick and rewire your brain, to choose courage every single day, even if it's just in a second, to do it breath by breath, moment by moment, and know that it's not because of you, that there is you were birthed with a greater purpose, and that is to help advance the kingdom of God, to help the people around you, even if that is just one person. Come on, that is so good. I, I'm inspired. I'm encouraged. I, um, I don't have anything to add. I was going to add some stuff, but I'm like, Riley murdered it. She said everything. Um, I would actually encourage you guys to listen to this podcast not once but twice because I think Riley had so many amazing things to say. I think you will listen through it one time and pick up some things, and I think Holy Spirit is going to reveal some other things too on your mm-hmm. second way through because Riley dropped so many nuggets of knowledge, so much wisdom, and it all comes from a place where she carries this revelation because she's walked in it and she's walked through it, and she understands what it's like to be on the other side of to be in fear and what it looks like to be to get through the tunnel and be on the light side and, and, and walking in courage. So I just want to encourage you as we close this podcast, your life matters. What God has yeah. called you to is important. And if fear is going to be the only thing that's stopping you, you're lucky because we have a God that is powerful, that overcomes fear, that can give you courage, and that's going to allow you to um, be powerfully walking in your purpose. Riley, Thank you so much for coming on this podcast. I'm just, you blew me away as we do every conversation. I think I talk to you a few times a week and you just always encourage me so much. And um, I just want to say to listeners, if you were encouraged, do me a favor, go follow Riley at Riley with courage on TikTok and Instagram. I don't know if she has Twitter, but if she does go follow her on Twitter Um, because the best way you can encourage and help us um, it's just by following us. We're online creators, and it helps so much every follow and like, and we can continue the conversation and build a community, and this can be so much bigger than just likes and posts. So we uh, we love you a ton, Riley. I honor you, and I love you, and you already know I'm in your corner for life, and you're one of my best friends in the whole world, and I love you so much, and I just, I'm so grateful too. for you. Really don't know what I did in my life before I met you. You're just the best. Um, And yeah, that's Questions with Caden. Thanks so much, guys. We will see you in the next episode. Riley, do you have anything to say? Just say you're the real deal. Like you are authentic and kind and truly one of my favorite people. And you're better in person. You're you're just, you have every right to have this platform because, and it's only going to grow. And so if you're somebody listening to this right now, you're watching and being inspired by the right person because Caden is somebody worth putting as a role model in your life. Wow. That I didn't think you were going to say anything about me and like emotion. <laughs> like I thought you were just going to say bye, but thank you. That means so much for real. I love you a ton. Um, bye guys. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. God invites us to cultivate thankful hearts by turning our eyes toward Him in good times and bad. To listen to more Abide Christian Meditations, 
Just go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Christian Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.